0: Good day. Welcome to another episode of the Ubuntu-ness podcast. I am honored and I am grateful to be a part of this journey with you. I am grateful for the opportunity that you are affording me to resonate with me and to exchange energetically with me. On this platform I do not take this lightly I am giving myself to this process to this moment and in sharing with you these energy and energetic updates and upgrades um, to uh, with you um, so today's episode will be a continuation of what was introduced in the what I consider to be two important characteristics in this great shift. So today I will be exploring the first uh, characteristic which is that shift away from explanation to incarnation. Um, As a reminder, um, in the previous episode I introduced this these two characteristics, which was, as mentioned already, a shift away from explanation to incarnation. And then the second one is a shift away from projection or projecting to um, presenting. So in this episode, we, only, we, were only, we are only going to look at um, the shift away from explanation to incarnation. Let me start with explanation. Explanation is often a tool we use to engage those who have questions with regard developments within our lives or knowledge that we may have in a particular area. This is largely based on um, you being a, a rational, reasoning, intellectual person explaining something to someone often requires that you have a working knowledge of a certain subject but I want us to focus on um, not just a certain subject but a development in your own life. Say for instance you used to do certain things a certain way and then you have an epiphany and you choose to do something differently. now people who knows know you for an extended period would have questions they would have observed you doing something for years and then all of a sudden you do it differently they will have questions this is where explanation comes in where you would sit them down and explain to them why this change why this different direction you are taking the problem is you find yourself in a position where you can accurately and expertly and you know clearly communicate and explain your position or development, and then you still find people being confused. There is the shift within, within all of us that we may be, well, it may be unfamiliar to you, but you can recognize that something is shifting inside of you. This is the shift in the what I call the global shift and the collective consciousness that is happening and transpiring in the earth. And because we are in an information age, which is really at the end of, we are basically on the edge towards the end of the information. Um, age and we are. Some of us are already in the different age of, which are, which is the transformation age. The transformation age is separate. Is completely different from the information age. What the one of the things that the information information age brought about was a the, the How can I put it? Let me find a word. It is almost as though knowledge that was placed certain areas and can only be accessed by a few all of those fences and boundaries that restricted the access to the information or or knowledge has been dropped, has been abolished, has been demolished and there is now access to anyone um, through tools like the internet and various apps. specializing in certain subjects or certain skills and you can learn a skill or two without going to university or college or to a specific school all of this information is available on the internet so it created a, a type of democracy where the elite or a few or certain class have access where the, where they no longer have access Uh, um, to certain information but even the common man meaning the high places and the low places has been leveled now and we all have access to information I want you to think of information in another way I want you to think of it as a grammatical construction of two words in from which we get internal and formation The information you consume is what forms you internally. It is an internal formation or a paradigm or a perspective that is shaped internally based on the information you consume that provides you now with a lens that you use to look at the world. We call it a worldview or a paradigm. If you consume information, from one channel and from one speaker, or one teacher, or one guru, or one expert, and that information begins to internally form inside of you a perspective that you attach to, then everything that you look at, you will look at from that perspective. That is what the information age has done. Prior to the Information Age during the the Industrial Revolution, um, the Industrial Revolution brought about the schooling system as we know it today. Education experts tell us that this whole schooling system that was developed during the Industrial Revolution was to shape human beings into workers. It was to meet the demand of industry that's the reason why there was there were intervals and there was a bell that ring to for announcing the interval and another bell would ring announcing the end of the interval if you look at those intervals and that you will notice it correlates and all correlated with um, the industrial revolution it announced when you can take a break, it announced when the break is finished. Also the structure it brought and also the standardized test it brought in, irrespective of the diversity or the how different a child was at school or still is because the system is persisting, it is still in place by and large in most countries. <clears throat> So the information that the child at school consumes is not decided by him, it is decided by another. It is not even decided by a teacher because the department or the ministry or the secretary of education or the sec- which whatever the high political figure is called in your country decides alongside a panel of experts what information should a child consume and that information is an internal formation that shapes a perspective that becomes a lens through which you look into the world. But information, during the information age, it's like a buffet, a smuggler's board of information that you could access at will and learn enough about that information. And then it has the potential now to reshape how you see the world and that brings about a massive change into our lives and into our thinking the problem is whenever we are introduced to new information information that seems to contradict the established lens through which you look at the world will often be welcomed with resistance on your part it would be considered a thread to your existence, it, it, it you may consider it initially as a threat to how you do things. So it's not an easy decision to simply jump from one piece of information that you held onto for years and now consume another path, a different channel, a different guru, a different teacher, a different pastor, a different doctrine, a different teaching. However, once you Bring that into you, that new internal formation, it has the potential to reshape your perspective or paradigm and that is important for you because once you go past the resistance of your internal immune system, you will welcome it and it absorbs it and it can add another layer um, to what you know transformation age as I mentioned as we are at the end of the information age in the early stages of transformation age the word trans again transformation is a grammatical construction of two words trans and formation the word trans means to go beyond so when we are transforming we are going beyond the form that we used to occupy and that is what we're going to notice on a larger scale globally in the days ahead that what used to be a certain form, factor of a specific product will be challenged with a new idea and we will go beyond that form. A recent um, example would be Elon Musk's um, new truck he's bringing out for years. The truck had a certain form factor that no matter which car manufacturing company built it, we knew that this is a truck. And a few weeks or months ago, Elon Musk um, introduced a new idea, the Cybertruck, which is, a, it's such a departure from what a truck is that it, people hated it and people loved it at its initial presentation. There was nothing, no in-between. You either hate it, hate it or you love it. And that is what happens when some when we go beyond the form. There would be an op- opinion. Some would welcome it. Some would re- will resist it and some will be against it. In this transformation age that we are living in, it, every age that we are living in, is basically introduced firstly, internally, before it is experienced externally. And um, the reason why that is important for you to know is that this global shift in the collective consciousness is an expansion of awareness, where in the information age, there was an internal formation. In the transformation age, the issue is integration. Integration is where all of those things that you consumed, you are becoming it. You have integrated it. You have married it. You have merged it. You have brought it together as one. And this is a very distinct feature of the transformation age, is the movement towards becoming aware of our oneness, or our union or unity. I'm, I'm, I'm using those words interchangeably even though there are distinct differences in those terms. I consider unity to be the lower representation of oneness. We often find the idea of unity conveyed to us by those who attempt to bring people together that irrespective of that diversity that may exist amongst a certain grouping of people there are attempts made to bring them together under an umbrella but it is mostly events based that is an attempt to be one. Oneness is not something you become it is something you become aware of as your eternal state everything is interconnected. You do not become interconnected, it is interconnected and it is this integration in the transformation age that is so important for us to both recognize and to realize as the new normal. But this new normal is something that has always existed. Um, We can look at plant life, we can look at other organic life or forms of organic life and we will notice the interconnectedness that exists, the oneness that are there. Nature has so many symbols of oneness for us if we are just willing to look at it. If you listen to this while taking a walk, if you notice a tree, that tree is a symbol of oneness. It is a metaphor of oneness that can speak to you if you are willing to listen. So this shift from explanation to incarnation now is a tricky one. It is tricky because you know you are shifting when you recognize this sign. The more you try to explain yourself to others, the more confused they are. Second sign, the more you explain yourself to others, the more frustrated you are. So confusion in others and frustration in yourself, they, that, it, the, the, that those are the signs of the shift happening inside of you. Maybe you left traditional Christianity and you have embraced this mystical side of the cosmic Christ and while you can nod your head in agreement with certain things you hear when you try to explain it to others, it just leads to arguments and fights and debates and negative comments on social media and, and so on and so forth. So what happens between explanation and incarnation is silence you find yourself being in a place where you feel it's easier for you to withdraw to move back to step back and isolate yourself it creates an emptiness inside of you now in order for you to understand this emptiness to order for you to understand the shift and the things that will transpire within you that is A lot of the things that will happen inside of you during this shift would be subjective. It cannot be spelled out or cannot be done and added to a checklist, but there will be differences um, because of the different personalities that we are. So there are certain things that you will experience and certain things that I will experience that would be completely different to each other, but they are still part of the subjective science that points us to, that points us to the shift that is happening inside of us. You are not making the shift. <laughs> that is important for me to convey, you are not making it. You, I'm not saying it's happening outside of you it is the collective consciousness these are the things we agreed upon um, before the beginning of time it is the formless unconditioned self that is shifting this we beholding and becoming is such an important principle here i define behold as again i love words so i define it as again a grammatical construction of two words being and holding a certain form or a certain expression of being in a certain form is can only hold or has the capacity to hold certain things so what the being holds the being comes or it which takes the form of that which you hold i hope that makes sense to you let me try and clarify a little bit more behold and become is a principle that i hold onto very dearly because i believe that as beings there's only one being and this being takes on different forms right now you are listening to the supreme being if i can call it that the super consciousness expressed as mario in a podcast you are listening as super consciousness as the supreme being in whichever form you are here and the one who speaks the one who gives and the one who receives, they are the same person <laughs> essentially you're not listening to me you are listening to yourself that which resonates with you that goes beyond your human intellect but it resonates you on on an energetic level that is you talking to yourself (sighs) during explanation something happens there is these two signs i mentioned to you confusion in others frustration in you silence come that silence is a shift away from you knowing something intellectually to you knowing something intuitively. Understanding from a Hebrew Hebraic perspective is feminine in nature. Understanding or bina is feminine in nature is the divine feminine aspect or feature of God, understanding. The counterpart, if you will, of that would be wisdom, and wisdom is masculine. Understanding in Hebrew is Ima, the mother. Wisdom is Abba, or the father. One is masculine, one is feminine when you when we explain the objective of any explanation is to convey understanding but when we find confusion in others and frustration in us we must know we have come to the end of our own wisdom and this end of wisdom is the end of the human intellectualism within you it is you being intellectual It's the mother on a lower level that is making a shift upwards towards the higher mother of understanding. It is the lower feminine moving up and merging with the upper feminine. That is when you move from explanation to incarnation. In order for it to incarnate, it has to move up. This upward movement, this upward journey from being intellectual to being intuitive is very crucial. Jesus pointed out like this. It is better for you that I live. It is better for you. He's addressing the disciples. He tells them it's better for you that it's beneficial for you. It is um, for your benefit. It will help you if I leave. The human intellect, your being intellectual can only help you so far and so much. Sometimes it reaches, not sometimes, it reaches a point where it's better for you that being being intellectual should leave. For when it leaves, another comforter comes. And that another comforter is the tutor. And a tutor provides tuition. So to know something intuitively is to rely on your intuition, the divine inner tuition provided by the divine tutor known as spirit within you. I know. Just breathe through it. <laughs> just breathe through it. Don't, don't make a big thing about it. You have a tutor inside of you. It's for this reason. John puts it differently. He says, "You have an unction, and no man. You have need of no man to teach you. Why?" Because once you reach the higher level of the divine feminine within you, understanding on the higher level, you are no longer in need of a man outside of you to teach you anything. Because you are relying on the inner tutor to provide you with inner tuition that will guide you into all truth. Jesus said when he comes, when the, when the tutor comes, he will guide you it will guide you he will guide you she will guide you into all truth you have an unction you have intuition you are shifting from knowing things intellectually to knowing things intuitively so when you start to know things intuitively it rises here from from inside of you to such an extent that you are not able to explain it to some people. You have shifted from confusion within yourself to clarity, but that confusion that you shifted away from is now manifesting in others. But you clear, you know that you know. Even though you can't explain it, you know you have clarity. But now, it's not enough to have clarity. Because in order for you to convey that clarity to others, you have to become that clarity. And that is the shift from um, knowing things intellectually to knowing things intuitively, which is the shift away from explanation to incarnation. You are the Word becoming flesh. You are the Logos becoming flesh. You are the embodiment of the Logos. The Logos embodied itself as you. You are not becoming God. God became you. And God is becoming you. And you are the incarnation of divinity. So you have wisdom and understanding. Wisdom being masculine, understanding being feminine. When those two marry, when they come together, when they merge together, you bring forth, you reach the place of Keter, the place of the crown where they exist, where you no longer resist the left brain and you no longer resist the right brain, but you allow the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere of the brain to work together. Interestingly, the right and left hemisphere is joined together by a type of fiber, if I can call it that that is in the shape of a cross that joins the information from the one side to the other side. It's a transport mechanism, a bridge, if you will, between these two different hemispheres in your brain. So it's not just you living from the right side of the brain or you living from the left side of the brain, but it is you living from the whole side. The whole side is basically the whole brain, the whole mind. It is that shift from unconsciousness through the reprogramming of your subconsciousness in the wilderness to a place of consciousness. And the shift bit from explanation to incarnation is, is met with silence. Silence. Quietness. be still and know I am God that verse is not just about God telling you I am God it is you recognizing realizing that in stillness and quietness is your strength another verse says but be when being is still When being is not overthinking, when being is not overreacting, when being is still, it will know that I am being, this being that I am, is God. Just breathe. If you can't breathe, just smile. (laughs) Just smile. Um, mm, That's, it is such, it's such... uh, uh, such a release I can feel such a release from me um, so wherever you're listening just let it absorb your being where it resonates with you that is truth for you that is what you've always known but couldn't put into words <clears throat> so you are the incarnation of truth you are incarnation of light you are incarnation of love And that is what this global shift is doing. It's moving people from explanation, from either being purely masculine in the area of wisdom, Um, but it means nothing. It means nothing, absolutely nothing without understanding. The reason why understanding is considered to be feminine in nature, in Hebraic understanding Is because understanding is the womb from which wisdom's light is brought forth. What is a womb? A womb is a place of emptiness, it's a void awaiting the merger between the sperm of a man and an egg cell of a woman and when that comes together in the uterus, it moves up and life is formed and shaped where there used to be emptiness. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, the masculine and the feminine, and the earth was void. (laughs) There was a womb, there was an emptiness, but this nothingness, from this nothingness, emanates wisdom and understanding. A shift from explanation to incarnation, you are the embodiment of that energy that is being released inside of you. You are that energy. You are that embodiment. <sighs> I will have to do a follow-up episode in the future regarding this. But for now, this transmission through this episode, I want you to meditate and on it, contemplate it and take that which is important for you that resonates with you and let that shape and bring understanding and wisdom to you thank you so much for listening I, I i appreciate it i have just if i can see all of you and meet each and every one of you i will i love you thank you for being with me on this journey i am honored to be with you on this journey um, as consciousness is being expanded as we are becoming aware of our awareness as we become conscious of our consciousness as we become enlightened about our light God bless you thank you for listening I appreciate you so much I love you and I want you to show up as you in your world. Remember you are the center of your circle. you are the center and you are the circle. What a wonderful time to be alive in. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Namaste and KocaCo.